On today's Friday Fire, we ask you what the standard is that you are holding for yourself. Because a lot of times we allow things, we justify things, and we end up in a place where we're not very happy. And so we challenge you on looking at what you're allowing in your life, what you're allowing from yourself, and how it may be holding you back. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is Happy Friday, everyone. We are back with another episode. It is the food code. Friday fire. fire. I want to redo our intro and outro again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like our old one better, but I like the music to this one better. I don't know. I just think I want to redo it. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to really kind of like determine because we also, and we're going to talk a little bit about this today. I feel like we are constantly evolving Mm -hmm. in terms of what we are doing, our focuses and in a good way. You know, I, I think there's a large difference between growing and evolving and just constantly changing course. Yeah. Just because you don't like what you're doing or you don't think it's working or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I just have higher standards. Yes. And it's interesting. I I haven't even told you this yet, but I'm doing a, actually, it would be yesterday by the time this airs, business presentation for the NTA to the students that that are graduating. Sorry. Yeah. Well, NTA is the Nutritional Therapy Association. Yeah. So course mentorship is wrapping up next week we have a business strategy kind of big classroom. So they asked me to present like 15 minutes and then do a Q and a for 15 minutes. And I was thinking about that over the weekend of, you know, what I'm going to be putting together for this because things have evolved and changed so much Mm -hmm. over the course of the years. Um, And then obviously putting together like, what are my tips for these people who are just starting out? Cause I had a couple calls last week with some, students that are graduating and they were just kind of asking, you know, what directions have you gone? It was really cool to be able to share with them. Like I would do MMU or for one other one, no, I would do resortive wellness, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's kind of cool, but yeah, yeah, as we've grown and as we've evolved, things continue to change, you know, level up our expectation of even practitioners that work for us or just what we want for social media, what we want within our program. And I think that's a perfect segue into what we're going to talk about today and challenge you all to think about um, is your standards and what you are willing to put up with, essentially. Um, You know, one of the things that I think about is relationships, and that can be, you know, boundaries within certain relationships that maybe you're not cutting off, but, you know, there's gonna be like a family relationship, Mm -hmm. right? What boundaries do you set there? Could be friendships um, as well. You know, have you said goodbye or do you need to say goodbye to certain individuals that are toxic that you find just drag you down and just, you know, suck the life out of you every time you talk to them because they're so negative or they only want to do toxic things. Um, You know, so that's what we're going to kind of talk about today is, you know, think about what you're willing to tolerate in your life. And one of the quotes that I want to start this off with that I said to Becca before we started podcasting that I just like this resonates so much. If you take one line away from this podcast, I want you to take this away and think about this. If you are saying yes to counterproductive BS, again, things that are not in alignment with your goals that don't make you feel good, that maybe are directly, you know, in opposition of your goals, that is the exact same thing as saying no to success. 
You're blatantly saying, no, my goals do not matter. I think we need to define a little bit on what that could look like for people. So what I think about in this situation is like your friends, when you're trying to make a lifestyle change, because obviously most people listening to this are more in the concept of trying to lose weight, trying to be healthier, resolve symptoms and so forth. So if you're trying to make a lifestyle change and maybe you're in the early phases of that where you really struggle in tempting situations, this means maybe saying no to things that you would normally say yes to. And a lot of people look at that as I feel like I'm restricting myself constantly. I have no friends anymore. I have, And you're looking at it in all of the wrong ways. You're looking at it in all of the things that you are losing versus the things that you are gaining. I am gaining the health that I want for myself. I'm creating the life that I envision. And if, if that's mixed for you and you aren't sure if that's worth it, you have to really sit with that because it's going to take a big sacrifice to reach big goals. And we talk about this all the time. You guys, a lot of people that come to us are in a place where they're, I don't want to say desperate, but like they need change. They, mm-hmm. they have num- a number of symptoms. They have a long list of things they're struggling with. There's things they've tried. That, these are not the people that like, let's just remove soda and the things are going to improve. Or like, oh, let's just add some vegetables. No, these people need to make drastic lifestyle changes. And when you do that, you need to be open-minded and willing to giving up things that you maybe be used, are used to having in your life, whether that is constantly going on social outings or, you know, weekend trips with friends to like, you know, the cabin where you're drinking all weekend. Like it takes a strong, conditioned, disciplined individual to be able to withstand those things. Mm -hmm. You guys, we're all human. If I'm surrounded by foods or alcohol that I love, it's only so long before like my decision fatigue sets in and I just, I give in. Mm -hmm. And so I know when I am in a period of time where I'm trying to make drastic changes, I have to remove myself from those situations. I have to either bring my own things. Like, for example, we're going in a few weeks, we're going to be going to 4th of July, which is kind of like basically a big drinking fest for everyone in the family. Um, There, my cousins live on a lake. My aunt and uncle live on a lake in a big house and they have all of us over for the weekend. And it's, you know, boating and having the kids play in the lake and, drinking basically all day and night and all the food, I will be bringing my currently, we now have an affiliate with Cured Nutrition. They're mm-hmm. CBD elixirs, which I love. They taste like Moscow mules. Um, they're like five calories. They you know, are, have vitamin D in them. They have no THC, but CBD in them. Um, and it gives me something to drink other than alcohol. I'm going to be bringing most of my food or buying food up there and making it myself. Um, and I, I know I can handle those situations, but like in the in that situation, I can't say no. My whole family's going, so yes, I will be bringing my own stuff. But if it's like an every weekend thing, your friends are going out and you know going to dinner and partying and drinking, you might need to say no for a few weeks. You might need to pick and choose your battles because otherwise, you are basically just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, I remember when I was really in the depths of dieting. I was on a trip. Um, with my mom and my sisters and we were doing like, um, like the wineries and stuff. And, you know, at that point in time, it wasn't about saying no to every single thing, but it was about pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for example, if I wanted to have the wine, cause we were going to different wineries, I mm-hmm. wasn't going to be eating desserts. 
just adding more sugar and carbohydrates, right? I was choosing salads and lighter stuff, just more whole food based. And I remember one of my sisters like kind of teasing me about it. I said, you guys need to understand for me, I'm the type of person, it's just easier for me to say no than to start. And then I don't want to stop. Like you get a bite of it. Drug addict. Oh, that's so good. Like, let me have another bite. Or then you're sitting there and like the four of us, you know, sitting around the table, if you just like have a spoon and you're just kind of like talking and aimlessly, the same thing would be with drinks or food. French fries are a great example too, where you're just like aimlessly picking at things. Well, now you, you didn't commit to, or you didn't follow through with any of the commitments and you, you leave feeling overly full. You've got fried foods, you've got sugar, you've got alcohol, you just got like all of the inflammatory things together. So for me, it's a pick and choose situation sometimes, or in certain seasons, yeah, it is just, the answer is no. And we were having a conversation actually um, with some family was in town this past weekend. And a lot of us feel the same way where just having that no is so much easier because you don't even give it to, you know, Mm -hmm. thoughts. Like there's not a second thought here, or then you don't have to take, you don't have this like battle with yourself and this negotiation of like, well, should I have two drinks? Should I have one drink? Should I have three drinks? What's my limit? Okay. Should I have a piece of cake? You know, if I have Mm -hmm. a piece of cake, am I not going to have the rolls with dinner? Like you just have all of these negotiations and then comes in the rationalizations where like, ah, I'm just going to enjoy. Or if you had a couple drinks, then you start to think, well, I'm already knee deep. Might as well just get in all the way type of a thing. And so, you know, I think the other thing to think about here is being vocal Uh, about what you're doing and sharing with your family and friends, because when you are not forthcoming with these things, you put a lot more pressure on yourself mentally and emotionally because now other people just don't understand. Mm -hmm. And then you might find that you're starting to, you know, tolerate things because they don't know. Right. Whereas if you told them, so here's a great example. This is already going to have passed by the time that we air this, but father's day, we're heading up North. We're going on, um, my brother-in-law's boat. And, you know, we were talking about bringing stuff and I said, well, guys, like I'm probably going to be bringing some healthy snacks. I'm going to be on my protocol and program. Like I can drive, I can be the DD. I don't really care, but me already just letting them know and putting that out there, then it takes away any of the temptation because now I'm not going to eat and drink things because I've already told them this is what I'm doing. So I think that's also really important is to be vocal um, with other people. And hopefully they're supportive. If they're not, that's something that I would consider more of a toxic relationship. If they're constantly trying to get you to you know, lower your standards or eat the shitty food or things that just don't make you feel well. Um, and you just have to decide like what's right for you and draw these lines in the sand and make that plan ahead of time. And you're going to find that this becomes easier and easier. Um, you know, one of the things I was thinking about, uh, just from this past weekend with, uh, my son's birthday and like having everybody here and all the food and we went to the game and had a beer there, like, yeah, it tasted good, but also like I could have done without it. It didn't change the experience at Mm -hmm. all for me. Um, it wasn't like it was scorching hot. It was kind of hot. Yeah. It was refreshing. It tasted good. But then I was like, even telling Becca, like I could feel it in my hands, um, later. And so like, guys, it does suck because on one hand, like you do want to enjoy these experiences sometimes, but the more that you get into a state of feeling good, you realize that, yeah, that just is not worth it. Or you could have a couple of bites and you could just move on and you don't have to have like the whole ice cream or the whole you know, piece of cake or whatever that might be. And so it's always going to be a struggle when you're just starting out. It's always going to be a struggle when you have these mental negotiations and rationalizations and stories in your mind. 
it's going to be much easier when you're transparent and you're vocal about your goals. And that's also something I think is really helpful because you are putting it out into the universe, almost in a way of manifestation that I'm going to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the whole concept of, you know, the standards that you hold for yourself, because as human beings, we like to blame other things. We like to blame external situations. We like to blame, you know, things that are, we say out of our control, we like to, because then it's not taking responsibility. Right. It, it hurts to take responsibility. It's, you know, you feel shame sometimes. You feel guilt, which you shouldn't feel, but you need to own what is going on. So when, you know, you decide I'm going to eat this chocolate, even though I know this isn't what's right for me at this moment, it's like, okay, I chose to eat, eat the chocolate. I chose to do, you have to own it because a lot of people are like, well, my day was really stressful and I've just been really, really, I feel really, really restricted and I feel, okay, those are all of our very valid feelings, but the, the point still remains. You chose that. I Take everything away leading up to it. Okay, you can evaluate it. Maybe what's driving all of that? Why are you feeling stressed? Why are you feeling restricted? Is it because you're looking at this as a negative process versus something that's going to help you, that's going to make you feel better, that's going to help heal the body, the things that you have been struggling with for years, decades? You need to set the perspective differently. And that takes work. That takes repetition. That takes constant awareness. But I will promise you, being in a place of confidence and control and being able to own and being proud of what you're doing, there is no other feeling like it. There is, I am, I am in amazement continuously of how much I can, like myself, Liz, everyone around us that, you know, is within the company, how we continue to level up to different places that I never imagined possible. And one of the quotes that I've been hearing over and over again recently, I'm not sure why I like keep hearing it in different ways but you will live the life that you allow for yourself. And so if you are allowing that justification, if you're allowing that you know extra drink that you know you shouldn't have, if you're allowing the chocolate that you know you shouldn't be eating in a certain phase of life, you are going to, that is going to create the life that you live. And so, for example, if you only think that you are worth $5,000 a month, guess what? You're only ever going to make $5,000 a month. If you only think that you are worth being 180 pounds, 50 pounds overweight, maybe, you know, whatever it is, very arbitrary numbers here, that's all you're going to ever get because you truly don't believe that you deserve more than that. So if you are a toxic mental state, guess what? You're going to stay there until you start to change it. And this is a lot of this comes back to mental and emotional. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it comes back to things that are within your control. Who are you surrounding yourself with? What information are you consuming? What are you telling yourself on the daily? Listen to your words. This has been a journey of mine for many years, and I am proud to say that I am very far from where I used to be. I used to be such a toxic person to myself, and I would blame everything around me. I would blame all of my circumstances. I hated where I was. I hated my body. I hated everything, and I was miserable, and I wasn't getting anywhere. And the one thing that catalysted me to get to bigger places and better places for myself was believing that I could get there and changing the narrative, being more positive, constantly challenging what was good about today, even if it was, could have been the worst day in the mm -hmm. world. Like what was good? Because me focusing on the bad is doing nothing but bringing more bad into my life. Yeah. If you always focus on things not working, you will continue to find evidence of things not working. 
even though you've made progress and you may, you know, feel better because you're not air quote there yet, you continue to only see the negative. And so you will forever stay stuck in that loop. And like Becca is saying, if you're constantly negative and toxic to yourself and identifying as an overweight person, a bigger girl, you know, whatever it is, like, I know that I've identified as that in the past. Like I just thought, okay, the weight's not coming off. I've done all of these things. Like this is just me. This is just my life. And it wasn't until, and you will maybe feel a little bit woo woo or this is fake or whatever. When you're saying, you know, words of affirmation to yourself or like mantras. Like I remember one of my very first clients back in 2014, you know, we came up with, she had three words that she would say to herself every day in the mirror, strong fit and something. I don't remember what the other one was, but, um, she would post those up all around her because she had a really, really poor relationship with food, like binge eating bags of like Reese's pieces, you know? And so she was like, I have to keep telling myself every day. So in the face of that temptation, as I'm walking through target, like I would tell her, that's the time that you're going to repeat your mantra to yourself. And you're going to walk by because you are going to start to take back that power. You will never get away from temptation. You're always going to be surrounded. Um, you know, with things that are tempting and sure look good and uh, taste good and things like that. But you have to have a belief in yourself and a, a why that's so deep, you know, a strong why and a driving force that will help you overcome the continuous, like, I don't want to say slip ups or like the, the caving or like backsliding because we all have times where we're not perfect. We all have times where we slip up. We all have times where, you know, maybe we didn't follow through with our commitment and we did have, um, you know, something that we thought, you know, I shouldn't have this, but in that situation, then you have to look at that as a way for you to learn and analyze and reflect and say, okay, well, I had one drink, I didn't have 10 drinks. So that's a huge win, but then also analyze and ask yourself, as I just mentioned, like, okay, the beer tasted good, but it wasn't anything that changed the entire, you know, situation or like, I didn't have like drastic, you know, more amounts of fun, uh, than I would without, without it or something along those lines. Right. So you always want to be analyzing and that's how you continue to level up. And that's how you continue to raise your standards, raise your confidence levels, um, you know, by, setting the bar higher and higher and higher. Like there's no finish line here. Like even if your goal was to lose weight, okay, great. So you lost the weight. Now your standards, you still have to maintain health, but now your standards should be even higher for yourself. Like, okay, what's the next goal? What's the next thing I can reach? Yeah, exactly. And, And this is something that we talked a little bit a few Fridays ago about. A lot of people try to put finite parameters in an infinite situation. I want to be healthy. I want to lose weight. And we have all of these. So if you know about game theory, game theory basically is the concept of there's either finite or infinite. So infinite is unknown players, unknown situations, constantly changing. Finite is known players, known outcomes, you know, known inputs. A lot of people want health to be an, a finite situation. They want to know the outcome is going to happen. They want to know everything is going to happen exactly as it should. And they want to win. You can't win in the game of health. You don't win at health. You stay healthy. We talked about this. You don't win at marriage. You don't die. (laughs) Like this is an infinite game of life. You cannot place finite parameters around it. And so it's ever evolving. It's ever, you know, growing. That is why you have to grow with it. And that is the only way that you will find a life that you truly enjoy. 